Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the New Party Podcast, episode four. Episode four. So uh, I'm dubbing. You have an update for us, Dante? Oh, yeah. Before we get started, so I want to say it was the, <clears throat> excuse me, the second episode, I believe, the movie episode, where we were talking about uh, the Winnie the Pooh horror slasher movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, Blood and, and Honey. You thought it was a prank? I thought I was, again, it was, <clears throat> if it's a prank, that's cool. If it's not, I'm sure it's going to be a train wreck, but I'm still going to yeah. watch it. It's real. It is confirmed real. It's made by, I believe, and it's an independent uh, Irish uh, producer, director, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. But there was a poster that came out recently, maybe within like the last week. Still no trailer yet, still no release date yet, but it is officially real. So yeah. I'm assuming within the next, usually when they announce movies, uh, maybe an hour or two, or I'm sorry, <clears throat> like a, a year or two in advance. Yeah. So... I guess look forward to that. All right, what's the over under on what the Rotten Tomatoes score is going to be? That is a good question. Uh, I guess it depends on. Ugh. I, they might just go straight zero. They might go straight zero, or it's going to be one of those things where it's like they take something and since they completely flip it on their head, maybe people think it's amazing. Yeah, they're like, "This is what Winnie the Pooh was really all about," and they're finally. They're finally getting the real story behind him. Ninety-seven percent. Well, it's more realistic. <laughs> it's more realistic. It's yeah. a bear and a boar out in the wild killing people. I guess yeah. it's a little more. That makes more well, sense. I mean, when he, his friends are so annoying that it's like, how does he not kill anyone? Fair like, enough. Eeyore is always bitching. Yeah. Piglet's like tripping all the time. Tigger's going up, bouncing off the walls. Also, for a stuffed bear, it kind of doesn't fall apart whenever he eats the honey. Yeah. I'd imagine he kind of just gets shit stuck to him. After yeah. a long period of time. Anyways, uh, yeah, I guess be prepared to see Winnie the Pooh's dick in about a year or two, everyone. Yeah. And I wonder how many bear attacks are because of Winnie the Pooh because people go like, oh, bears are your friends. Do you remember a few years back there was a <clears> – <throat> this is, I guess, local around us. I'm not, I think it was also maybe in California. Uh, people were dressing up as clowns. And yeah, then we're going, yeah. we're going to have people dressed up in fucking bear suits just like shooting up colleges and shit now. This is yeah, uh, the great America pastime. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways. They, they can't, there's no original shit anymore. They got to like take stuff that's. What if we took something uh, innocent and made it not? Yeah. Like it's not even, they've already done the remakes of the original. So yeah. now it's like, well, now we have to remake it but give it a whole different storyline. I'm waiting for them to remake the remake of Ghostbusters, and it's yeah. just a horror movie, and it's not a comedy anymore. <laughs> Maybe that's the trend that we're going to see. What we t- They take movies or series that have been out for a long time, and they they have the originals. They remake them. It flops. I'm like, okay, well, maybe if this Winnie the Pooh thing does well, they remake the remake into a horror slasher, or they just go like a complete 180. So let's yeah. say if it is... Uh, Taken four, where he goes to get a pedicure with his daughter. It's like yeah. that's probably not going to be that good. Actually, you know what I'm I'm waiting for when time passes and they remake Guardians of the Galaxy like four times when they're like there's no equal representation for mm-hmm. for um like squirrels. So then the raccoon gets replaced with a squirrel, and then there's no equal representation for bushes, and then <laughs> Groot's Groot's just like. I mean, to be fair, they gave all the attention to the trees. Where the bush representation at? Yeah, I know. Don't think too much into that. <laughs> just Groot, just like some wild poisonous berry f- bush. Oh, shit. But 
Anyways, so now that that's out of the way, uh, today I'm dubbing this the um, the Inception episode. This within this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about podcasts. Yeah, our we're talking podcasts. about our favorite. We're not doing the top five thing. We're yeah, we're trying to uh, we're trying a bit more of a loose form approach. Uh, obviously, the top five is great, but uh, hopefully, something that you guys will see the audience out there uh, in the coming episodes. We're going to be trying several new things. So yeah. hopefully sometime soon expect different segments, different episode types, just even something like this is a little bit different. We're trying yeah. to break away. Not that we won't have top fives in the future, but we don't want that to be our bread and butter. Obviously, it was something easy enough that we could do to start off with, but it's yeah. not something we want to do forever. What Dante's trying to say is we ran out of top fives. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, all right, what do we, which top five are we going to do next? And I'm just like, I don't know of anything else that I like five of. Exactly. Five gum. Top five, five gum yeah. flavors. Top yeah. five, five-hour energy flavors. No, I did the, uh, I I proposed we do top five brands, and I'm sitting there like, Toyota? <laughs> and then I'm like, Quaker? Because I like their cereal and oatmeal, and then I'm like, all right, what the fuck? This I isn't like, going to go. I like my Adidas shoes. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know. That's, yeah. <laughs> And again, I'm sure there's going to be more top five to come, but obviously we want to. Again, yeah. that's we don't, we don't want that to be our bread and butter. We're going to kind of branch out. So again, a bit more of a loose form episode today. We're just talking about our favorite podcasts, and I guess yeah, it kind of goes over goes. Yeah, I'm gonna start. Well, I we categorized them or we did categories. Um, so like, I still picked five. I just didn't rank them. So like, my first category <laughs> is uh, finance, economics. Uh, there's this quote, the Raven podcast. It's funny. The guy, you know, a lot of the finance podcasts are very serious because mm-hmm. you have like people in the professional world as guests. And he kind of, uh, the guy's name's like Chris Irons. He's more, he's like this kind of guy from the blue collar Philly area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brings like these investment bankers on. And you see their interviews on like uh, CNBC or mm-hmm. like finance channels, and they're very, Professional, like professional, all in suits and then and shit. he goes on there, and they're all cussing and like, they're like, <laughs> dude, fucking Apple was tra- or Apple earnings came out, and that shit took a dive, and I was just sitting there waiting for it. Like they're just, you know, cut. It's it's hilarious. Say psych. Yeah, there's <laughs> he. He also has one of my favorite podcast guests of, and like I search for him specifically as a guest, and I listen to all the pod. Like you could search by name, right? Yeah. So. I listen to all the podcasts this guy's on. His name's Dave Collum. He's a organic chemistry professor, and he's just he's he he knows a lot about economics. Mm. He know you know he's a scientist. He's like the top. He has like the most grants ever for Cornell, mm-hmm. and Cornell is like an Ivy League school. I oh, think. Yeah. yeah, and he's just he's hilarious. Like uh, <laughs> during a podcast, he would. He had uh, kidney stones, mm-hmm. and he was like passing a kidney stone while he was on the podcast because they're like two, <laughs> two hours. Or, and he's like, "Oh, it feels like I'm pissing sand." <laughs> it's just, but yeah, that guy, he's hilarious. He also is really good. He does deep dives on like conspiracy theories, and he doesn't really say like this happened, but he kind of just throws stuff out there, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but this was odd, or this was you know something that people didn't know, or. And it's very interesting. I like uh, I like the conspiracy things just because it's like I don't the news at this point. It's like you know I just 
I want to know what what the other side is. And it's just like yeah. we get fed the same thing by all networks. Well, and they all kind of have their filter on their side. Yeah. Like they get told they're biased, I guess what they're allowed to – yeah. But they get told what they're allowed to say. The thing with podcasts is that it's kind of a free market situation. So you could listen to any opinion. So I might not agree with it. I've listened to like Flat Earthers. I don't agree <laughs> with them. But like I want to hear their arguments. I want to know what – What's going on through their head? Yeah, like what what evidence? Like I was listening to one the other day, and there were something about like with the way the Earth is shaped, the when it gets close. I don't know. They're so saying something about the, the the way that it's a sphere. Like if you get closer to the equator, pilots would have to. If it was true, mm-hmm. pilots would have to like go up higher because the water is higher there or something. Okay. It was weird, and then, but I didn't research it, but I was like, well, if that's true, that is kind of interesting, you know? So I'm willing to hear any crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy. I, I'm i not going to sit there and believe it right after, but, well, yeah. you know, you want to hear, I want to I wanna know if aliens are real, you know? Oh, yeah. So um, he, so that's my, that's the top finance. He doesn't, uh, he hasn't really put out a lot of episodes. There's this other guy, Bill Fleckenstein. Who, That's a last name. Yeah, he's uh, he's like uh, into commodities like gold and silver, and mm-hmm. he's really he used to be on the board of this one of the biggest silver um, manufacturers mm-hmm. or like miners. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Another guy like I've seen him on like uh, professional shows, and he has a different demeanor. And then he gets on this show, and he's a just more like relaxed. he's like, oh, it's like uh, he there were. One time, uh, the the host was like, "If you had to vote, because he he doesn't vote, he doesn't like any of the, and he's like, if you had to pick, who would you pick?" And he just goes, oh, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just uh, it's a good podcast. I like that one. He has very interesting guests from all different aspects, whether it's finance or conspiracy theories or, um, I think he had like a couple scientists on some one time. Mm. And then the other uh, one I listen to that's more informative, it's very uh, structured, is The Rebel Capitalist. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like a, a libertarian, you know, and that's kind of my f- philosophy I follow. And he goes over, you know, just what's going on in the markets, like the decisions like the central banks are making and mm-hmm. how they're making mistakes and kind of responsible for a lot of the inflation, like – Dude, we go to the grocery store now, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's way more than what I was paying, like, a year ago. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just all that money printing. Mm. And he kind of dissects it and explains how the policy affects everyday people mm. in a very clear way to where even if you know nothing about finance, you can kind of understand it. Yeah. So those are my two for finance. I listen to those. I don't listen to those at work because I got to like sit there and think. Those yeah. Like uh, when I'm at home, like I'll listen to those. But more like a weekend kind of put them in the background. Yeah. Just kind of chill and listen yeah. to the thing. Fair enough. Because I like to too, like when they say something, I like to go actually look it up and like try to figure out what they're talking about because mm-hmm. they, they know all the lingo. So sometimes when they speak, I have to like go like, oh, what, is he, what does he mean by this? And then search it on like Investopedia or something. And then for your podcast, I mean, I'm assuming it's like Apple Music, but like, what do you listen to most of your podcasts on? I listen to them on uh, Apple, 
And then with I have this other one called Podbean because some of them don't reach Apple. Mm-hmm. Like when I search Dave Collum, not a there's some that that don't show up, but Podbean has like a bunch of them. So okay. like just more like uh, smaller podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, the big <laughs> ones are usually on Apple. Like if you want to find like the hole in the wall ones, yeah. like like ours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we made it on Spotify. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's right. Yeah. Why are you being so fucking difficult, Apple? Yeah. <laughs> Apple. So, that's why I have a Samsung. Apple's barrier to entry is pretty high. Yeah. We're going to give you a certain set of steps, and then fuck you. Good luck. Yeah. Fine. Good luck finding them. It's like I made the account. It's on there. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure it out eventually. We're on Spotify. We have our own website. We're on YouTube now as well. Remember yeah, to that's right. subscribe. Hit that bell and everything else the fucking YouTubers say nowadays. So you can listen to our podcast and look at the logo. Yeah. Just look at our silhouettes for yeah. anywhere from an hour and a half to two and a half hours. Yes. It gets better with time. <laughs> it's like a fine wine. in age cheese. Yeah. What's uh, your category? So this one, uh, for a f- I'm not saying I have a top five. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a top five. However, comma, most of these categories only have one or two in them. Mm-hmm. So this one, I feel like when we do this kind of more loose form podcast, I feel like... Uh, what am I trying to say? I can kind of pick and choose what I talk about based on what you said. So I feel like um, it's not necessarily the same, but it's similar enough as far as like theories, tinfoil hat kind of shit. Uh, there's a podcast called uh, Freaky Folklore. Mm-hmm. It goes anywhere. It talks anywhere from fucking Bigfoot to Siren Head. It's essentially, and if you don't know what Siren Head is, it's like, well, this is going to... I guess date when I got into like the internet and shit. You know what like creepy pastas are? Creepy what? Creepy pastas. Pastas? It, it's like when when YouTube first started, it was like um fake horror like uh horror stories that people would make. Mm-hmm. Like text based. They would make a creature, they would make some sort of story and pretend that it was real. And that it's essentially a modern a modern version of folklore, essentially. So like creepy pastas nowadays are like the current Bigfoots, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So we all know it's. Fi- I mean, there are people that think that Bigfoot is real. Have you though- seen that Finding Bigfoot show? I yes. <laughs> it is the dumbest show. Like every time, it's like, oh, what was that? And it's like, just like some some like animal stepped on a twig, and then they're like, <gasps> oh and then it goes to commercial, and it comes back, and it's like, oh, it's it's it, a deer. It, oh, oh, it was gone. But yeah, that's kind of like the fucking. Um, <clears throat> it's all. Uh, scripted, kind of like um, like the ghost. I forget what it's called, but like the the people are. Are you still here? Tap yeah. uh, tap the door once if yes. Scream do you, be- a do you believe scream. in that stuff? Eh, I mean, that's kind of I don't know. That's kind of a difficult question. It's not that I don't believe in it. I don't believe that. I just it's never like experienced a, it. That's the thing. I I mean I have. Oh, you uh, have. I have a singular ghost story from when I was a kid. And if you ask my brother separate like i don't like i won't be there and you ask him i don't know why i said that the way that i said it i don't know autism whatever <laughs> but and not enough caffeine this morning yeah. <laughs> um he'll have the same story for you uh-huh. so i guess whatever first tangent of the episode after winnie the pooh when i was younger my brother uh, uh, it's gonna sound weird 
when you're in elementary school, obviously you don't have like boyfriends and girlfriends. You like to think that you do, obviously, yeah. right? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You haven't hit puberty yet. My brother had this girl that he liked. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, this is during the weekday, I think my mom might have been doing like an overnight at work because she did that. She worked her fucking ass off when we were younger, even to this day. Yeah. She's a workhorse. So just uh, call your mom a horse, dude. No, no, Damn, no, 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 no. I'm not. That's that's selective mom's a, hearing. Your mom's a very nice lady. I can't believe you. Selective that, hearing. A workhorse. I know she's listening. Workhorse, not a horse. Workhorse. Dude, There's I got difference. my dad on that one time because uh, he. There's this uh, lady that's like his best friend that he worked with. Mm. That she was like the inside sales. He was outside sales. Mm. And uh, we were at dinner, and he goes, "This is." He's like hugging her, and he's been drinking. He's like, "This is my bell cow." I was like, "Did oh. you just call her a cow?" Whoa, dude! I, fuck, I got him, dude. He's oh, like, shit. "No, that's not what I meant." And I was like, "That's I was like, what dude, I heard." That's what I heard. That's yeah. what I heard. You're you fucked. said it, dude. You're sleeping on a couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't together. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> But um, that would be funny. She's yeah, like, she doesn't even live with them. She's like, you better sleep on the couch. Yeah, empty bed, dude. There you go, empty oh, bed. Shit. You're not using it. But yeah, my bad. What was no? That? You're good. So my mom worked all the time. So I I don't remember exactly why. It's not important. I'm going on and lose my train of thought. So we spent the night over at his friend girl whatever. We were in like third grade. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend. I'm air quoting. There's no again visual stimulus, but air quotes. Yeah. And. They had a, a fair, it was a smaller house, but it was a fairly tall house in the area in the state that we live in. Before I lived in this current area, we lived a bit down south. Um, white bread country, as I like to call mm. it. Wine country, if you will. Um, Wait, white bread? Oh, what do you mean? Whatever. Newport Ritchie. Ah. It's just all the white people in that state are just right there. All the white, all the inbreds are all right in that area. Oh, so, what? Oh, I was trying to think because that's what I thought you meant, but then you said uh, wine. No, it was a joke. No, oh, just okay. wine, wine country, country, white bread. It's not important. Um, we were spending the night over at this girl's place, and my brother and I couldn't sleep. Just whatever. We couldn't sleep. And there was this – we were looking up at the ceiling for whatever reason. This is probably like 12.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. Pitch black. We're the only ones. We're sleeping on – they had two like uh, longer couches in the living room. We were just talking, shooting the shit because we couldn't sleep, whatever. And we were looking up, and above us, there was this, and I know it sounds cheesy, I'm not, whatever. Uh, when you're younger, when it's like pitch black out, or when it's pitch dark, I know that your mind can kind of fill in the gaps for shit that you can't see. Yeah. So I'm not saying I believe in ghosts, I'm not saying I don't believe in ghosts, I'm just saying, as a third grader, this is what I saw, and my brother can attest, and he was also there. So there was this figure long black hair long white dress just hovering so imagine we're on the couches in the living room and it's like a i don't know why like a lot of the houses that i was in in the new perichi area like the the ceiling is very unique it's not like flat or Mm -hmm. doesn't go at an angle it's like a fucking trapezoid half the time i don't know why and they had a mirror so we're looking over to the left and then over to the right there's a mirror literally there's this figure a young girl Pure white, long white dress, or like a night skirt, whatever, long black hair, <clears throat> just materializes right in front of us mm-hmm. and zips right through the fucking mirror. Just right past my brother and I, right into the mirror. Never Man. saw that shit again. Again, it, we couldn't even see what was in front of us because it was pitch black, right? I'm not saying I believe in ghosts. But I remember that to this day. Yeah. And again, you could ask my brother the same exact story verbatim. 
That was some freaky shit. Did we you couldn't guys sl- fall asleep? Fuck no. Are Dude. you insane? I couldn't I couldn't sleep beforehand, let alone are you no, fuck yeah. that shit. I'm not I was showing grudge at a very young age. That bitch was the grudge. Did not you, saying she's the grudge. You, did you get a phone call like seven days earlier? I, that, I didn't have a cell phone at that point. But no, no. <laughs> no fuck ring, that, ring, man. Yeah. I, I wasn't picking up any phones Bro, for like at least a week. The ring. I'm pretty sure there's like a week buffer. Like if you if you're feeling a little scared or whatever, you, you feel you got a bad feeling, and there's the, that phone call. It's probably them. Don't pick up. I'm pretty sure you have like a week money back guarantee. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but yeah. Anyways, I'm not saying I believe in ghosts, but I find that stuff very interesting. Yeah. Because of situations like that. It, people could be, I don't care if you're lying, honestly. It's not really something that's that important to me. Yeah. But if you make it sound interesting, I'm not saying that I made that up, but if you make it sound interesting, I'm going to listen. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Kind of like what you're saying with the flat earthers. It's not that I believe, it's not that I don't believe. If you make an interesting argument, I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm going to subscribe to what you believe in, but uh, you know, I, I yeah. can think of worse ways to spend my downtime. Um, in order to think, you need both sides of the story. Well, you know? exactly. And I get, I get. I mean, it, on that's we can make a whole fucking yeah ghost episode. What do you believe in? What don't you believe in? That kind of shit. But that's like that. That can. We probably we could talk about that for an entire separate episode. Hey, coming yeah. up with new episodes on the there fly. We go. But um anyway, so back to the podcast. Um Oh wait, wait. just yeah. one I had this is the closest I ever had to like a paranormal moment. Okay. When I was like five, mm-hmm. I had a dream that my uh grandfather cut his thumb off. It was a nightmare. Okay. Like I woke up. And they were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, I had a dream. Papa cut his thumb off. Mm-hmm. The next day, he got sent home from work. He worked as, as a maintenance guy because mm-hmm. he cut the tip of his thumb off. Oh, shit. It was the weirdest. Like we, That's like some deja vu shit. Like, yeah. We can definitely make a fucking separate episode about that. Yeah, dude. That was that's just, some freaky stuff. De- dude, deja vu is trippy. Because yeah. it's like, this is for, like, I don't know. Especially when it... It happens like several times. It's like, am I in a time yeah. loop? What the fuck's going on here? I feel like I've been here. I, whatever. I don't know. It's like you get that not aha moment, but kind of like an aha moment. Like, wait a minute. I've experienced this, or I've heard this exact scenario, whether it was in a dream or not, has played before. Yeah. And more than once. What the fuck's going on? I get that when like L asked me <clears throat> questions. I'm like, I could swore at th- she's asked me this before. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, some. The person you're talking to is senile. I think that's what that is, but sure. Yeah, we could have a fucking work story episode too. Oh my God, too. dude. Fucking Jay, dude. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, the names are changed to, yeah. uh, you know, for security reasons. To protect the guilty. For, to protect the guilty, yeah. And ourselves. But um, yeah, so freaky folklore, essentially, back to the creepypasta thing. I really don't know if that's what it's called anymore. I'm pretty sure there's a new name for it, but they make their own Bigfoot, essentially. Mm-hmm. So... Siren Head, for example. Have you have you ever heard what Siren Head is? No. It's literally this big, creepy-ass, like, anemic figure that's probably the size of, like, a skyscraper with, like, three sirens for a head. And it lives in the woods, and it can mimic um, voices of people that, you know, like, let's say— it, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. So the pon- to trick you into going into the woods. Exactly. Okay. But the podcast, which I the part that I like about it, it starts off as a, as a narrative, and it tells a story. Whether it's the original story of that 
creature, oddity, character, whatever, or a unique one that's made up with new characters, it starts off with a, without telling without telling you what they're saying. This is the story of X. Mm-hmm. This is the story of Bigfoot. This is the story of again Siren Head. This is the story of the Loch Ness monster and shit like that. Um, and I then have to watch. I, I might have to listen. To and that. they're they're pretty short form. It, it's just like which something I don't. I wouldn't expect it. Some like country chick, like thick country accent. You could still understand. She's not like Cajun, but still, yeah, you can understand what she's saying. It's very, very interesting. And she covers on the Freaky Folklore podcast is under the umbrella. I forget what it's called, but they have different like true crime, horror, like fucking Reddit reads, shit like that. Uh, it's all under like one conglomerate company. But anyways, they start off with a narrative. Then they tell you the origin of it, if there is a creator, the creator, and just hypothet- – which what I love at the end, hypothetically speaking, if you were to run into this creature, again, air quotes, this is your best chance for survival. This is the mm-hmm. best course of action for you to take. What do you do with the Loch Ness? I didn't Don't I listen. go in the water. No. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I didn't listen to that one, but like Siren Head, there's I, – I, it's been a while since I've listened to it, but it was – Siren Head started off – and it's creepy as fuck. You can look it up. It started off as like an art, like an artwork that somebody uploaded, and then I think eventually, oh, like Slenderman, for example. Yeah, okay. Slenderman was like a creepy pasta back in the day, and then they made artwork for it and a game off of it. I'm pretty sure Siren Head is very similar, mm-hmm. where it was just a story somebody probably uploaded to Reddit or something, and then there's artwork for it, and they tell a narrative, and then like. Based on the narrative, based on their abilities, this is your best chance for survival. Yeah. And they kind of give you a sneak preview for the next episode. But they go over not only American folklore, but folklore of different countries. So, like, in Japan, they have something called yokai, which is, like, evil spirits, essentially. Like, different, unique versions. Like, there's this chick that, um, very famous in, like, Japanese culture. Uh, Not the stereotype, but just, like, the ghost that I saw, allegedly. Very pale, thin woman, mm-hmm. long black hair, and she has like a huge mouth on the back of her head that is like stealing nutrients from her and is like fucking with her mind essentially. I forget what it's called, but just shit like that. There's like this weasel with like sickles for arms and shit. It's you just you have to look it up. There's yeah. any just European like Krumpus, for example, like the evil version of Santa Claus. Yeah, There's like a whole I, episode for Krumpus. Yeah. There's like American, European, Asian, Indian folklore. I forget what it's called, but there was the most recent one. It was like, uh, like Indian tribes' worst enemy is like these, is like these shape shifting creatures that shape shift from, like, what looks to be like an Indian tribe individual from like uh, a werewolf or something. Mm-hmm. And it tells a story of a daughter in her grandpa's house out in the sticks. Uh, on like an Indian reserve and hearing howling in the distance and like scratching on the ceiling and like wolves doing shit that they shouldn't be smart enough to do and then seeing seeing like there's more than meets the eye to these creatures. So I just, I like that it starts off with a narrative and obviously <clears throat> some of the names of these creatures and these stories are losing, you know, I've kind of, I don't remember exactly what they're called, but it's definitely interesting to look into. Do they have they're, a chupacabra? I mean, that was big. They do. Like when I was... I think they might, there's like another name, like, and that's another thing. If there's several names, 
like a chupacabra, there's also like the goat sucker. There's like different names for yeah. it. They'll tell you like all the names, and if there's more than one origin, they'll tell you like several origin stories. And like the chupacabra is called this in this area, but in the origin of Mexico, it's called this, and this is what it might look like. But over in Europe, there are sightings, and they call it this, and this is what it looks like, and this is what it does. So it's not coming from someone that believes they're real. I mean, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't, but it's more so it's just she's telling a narrative, and it's it's all hypothetical. But yeah. I think it's, it's pretty interesting. I yeah. like that kind of – I'm very big into true crime, so – even if it's real true crime or fake true crime, shit like this. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting to me. I wish there was, and honestly, I should probably look into it. There's a lot of true crime YouTubers that I watch, mm -hmm. but not a lot of true crime podcast. Like, I haven't found a true crime podcast. Oh, dude, I like. got some for you. Uh, but, um, oh, what was it? On the YouTube with the true crime, mm -hmm. have you ever seen the guy that breaks down, like, interrogations? I So I know who you're talking about, but I don't think I've seen... Dude, he has he does a pretty like he goes over like body language mm. and remember that one I told you about the guy from Jacksonville? Yeah, no, I, I know yeah. you showed me. I I've seen the guy before. I just I haven't watched a lot of his videos. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He did. That's where I saw that one because he does a pretty good breakdown, but he doesn't really have a lot of videos up. Mm. But yeah, I like those uh um those like murder interrogations. Mm. Like there was this uh you hear about. The, there was like some security guard in Oregon. Oh yeah, from like the the elementary school or something that was going on. No, it was uh, college. Uh, he was a security at a at the college there. I don't know what it was mm -hmm. um, called, but he just he hit a girl with this car, and instead of just like reporting it, mm -hmm. like he he wasn't drunk. Mm -hmm. And he was a what was he again? He was an officer, security, security guard. Okay, right. He's just doing. The girl was drunk, so <clears throat> yeah. she's like walking through the parking lot at two in the morning. She got in a fight with her boyfriend, and uh, he hit her. I think he wanted to kill her, so I don't know. But he hit her with the car, mm -hmm. and he like bashed her head with a rock because she wouldn't stop screaming. It's like you just hit her with a car, dude. Yeah, you're not gonna go to prison for hitting her with the car. It was an accident. And now you are. Now you are. Yeah. It's just and then he basically he he runs a, he runs away and there's this huge chase. He mm -hmm. goes all the way down to California. Holy shit. Hijacks someone's car. He has a hostage with him. Mm -hmm. And it's just like <laughs> so insane. Mm -hmm. that like you go from like a minor accident that you might get fired, but you're not gonna Yeah. You're not gonna go to prison. Like it was an accident. Just call it call he it. He just in. broke under pressure and freaked out, I guess. Yeah. And the thing was, is he was studying to become a cop. Well, nah. So. Not anymore. I think we got, yeah. If he was a cop, he probably could end up being a serial killer. Yeah. But that's, and again, I don't enjoy hearing about the deaths of others. It's what I like about these, uh, again, more so YouTubers. And I, again, I'll bring it back in a second. Um, <clears throat> they tell an unbiased story. Mm -hmm. Just, this is what happened. Here's an introduction to all the important people of this story. And here's how it played out, and here's the result if there is one. But, yeah, I mean, if there is some true crime, like, podcasts you could recommend, I can yeah. recommend some YouTube channels, but there's, yeah, not many, like, just audio-only, audio uh, you know, people out there. Yeah, so I have, so that's actually one of my topics. So I'll Oh, just, sure, yeah. Um, there is Crime Curious, which is pretty good. It's these two girls. They have some interesting cases. Um, they're more like not structured like there's this, the big one is crime junkie 
Mm-hmm. And that one's pretty good. It's more structured in the storytelling, and they actually they actually get interviews from like the people involved. Oh shit! Like, okay. You know, like the we interviewed the victim's mother, and the victim mother victim's mother said, you know, tells in the interview like the last time she saw her son, or you know, just stuff like that. So yeah. it's actually pretty cool. They have more resources because they're bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that one, and then there's one more. Oh, Counter Clock is pretty good, too. This one, it's under the same umbrella as Crime Junkie. Mm-hmm. And usually it's like a whole season is based off one crime. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, this murder happened in Jacksonville or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll have eight episodes, and each episode goes down like, so this is how it happened, or this is what happened. Hmm. And the second episode, the cops are interviewing these people, and then there's a resolution at the end. Yeah, that's like literally it's like an audio version like this. Yeah, yeah. that's actually I'll, – I'll have to start listening to that one. That's, that Because I skip, I skip like a Crime Junkie. They'll, they'll put like the category like missing, murdered, uh, you know, um, or, you know. Whatever. The, what yeah. it is, right? Or, or kidnapped. And it's like I skip the missing ones because it's like I want resolution at the end. Yeah. Like I want – You want to know like is – Yeah. Like, the, the, you know, I, I get what you're saying. They also have one called – the deck, because mm-hmm. I guess what the prison system does is they put victims of unsolved crimes on playing cards, right? They do okay. that uh, in Iraq. Mm-hmm. They were uh, they put like the most wanted terrorists on the playing cards so that they the soldiers memorize them by looks so they yeah. can find them. So they do that with the uh, with um, like unsolved crimes give the cards to the prisoners and then hoping hoping oh. that one dumbass goes like, "Oh, I murdered that girl." Yeah. And then they go, "Hey, gets too cocky. This this guy this guy, he murdered the Ace of Clubs." Mm. So then, you know, I guess it's it's worked like they're saying like it's solved like four uh, cold cases. It's better than zero. Yeah, yeah. whatever you got to do. That's yeah. actually that's pretty What is that one called? Uh the deck. And that's then so every every episode <clears throat> they do like it's labeled like Ace of uh, Ace of Spades, and then who's on the Ace of Spades? They give the whole backstory on you know. Again, that's one that like I'll listen to sometimes, but there's no resolution. These are cold cases. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I like the ones where they solve it, and then um, there's also a couple where um, there's this one. It was just one season. There's eight episodes mm-hmm. of like interrogations. Mm-hmm. So they go over like murder interrogations, and that one's pretty interesting. I like the the tensity of, um, you know, you're being questioned for a murder. Like, yeah. you're done if, you know. And the amount of people that don't get a lawyer is crazy. Yeah. Again, it might just be people just getting, like, or what's the word? I'm like, I guess crumbling under pressure. Yeah. I'm looking for. Like, the phrase I'm looking for, they just, they can't really. Well, they think, like, if I talk <clears throat> to them, like, they'll let me go or I guess I can lie. And it's like, no, they brought you in for a reason. Yeah. Like that R- Lee Rodarte kid, mm. he, they had like his, all All he had to do was shut up. They had no proof. Like the girl didn't get out of his car when he left the parking lot, mm-hmm. but he could have said, I dropped her, I dropped her off somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But the problem is, is he told the cops like, oh no, she got out of the car and then they got him. They were like, no, we saw it. She didn't get out of the car. And then it's like if he would have just lawyered up, you know, he'd probably not just start spewing. Yeah, yeah. But they talk. They try to talk themselves out of it. And then what they 
once they catch you in a lie, it's over. Like, yeah. Then they try to they go like, okay, we know she didn't get out of the car, so what happened? If look, if she tried to attack you, you know, and you were defending yourself, mm. and it's bullshit. They're just trying to get him well, to have of an course. out. Like, yeah, trying to know. get the scumbag to admit to what he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the girl was like 120 pounds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. But that's yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's definitely. I wish I. I mean, that's good. That at least you have experience with <clears throat> those podcasts. That's definitely something I'd be interested in. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those are, those are pretty good. Um, that's pretty much it for the the true crime stuff. Um, and then yeah, for the folklore, I mean, it's kind of true crime, folklore, horror, kind of thriller. Not horror, but more thriller stories. It's like they're all narratives. Um, yeah, for I mean, for that area, that's <clears throat> there's others, but that's really the only one that I've listened to several times and mm-hmm. I've actually shown an interest in because there's some podcasts that are out there that obviously you have the will to do it, but maybe not the equipment to do it. It doesn't mm-hmm. really sound the best, and obviously. If you can't create a product that's interesting enough to listen to, even if the topic you're talking about is interesting, I, I can't. You can't keep my attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. The other thing too is like if there's a if there's like something that I find interesting, like mm-hmm. an actual case. Yeah, yeah. I'll just type that in the search bar, and then there'll be podcasts where that's the only episode I'll listen to. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like there were these two kids that like murdered their whole family. They were like teenagers, mm-hmm. and I. I was reading about it somewhere, and I was like, so I'll go and I'll search the, the case, and then different podcasts will show up. Dude, there's this fucking creepy one mm. where this guy, this kid, like 16, murdered his teacher mm. and the at the school. And, like, there's cameras everywhere. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. He, like, literally dragged a fucking garbage bin around yeah. like, you're yeah. an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I it's, know what you're talking but about. But it's yeah. just... It's crazy. Different to see. clothing, everything. Yeah, yeah. And then he got locked up, and he tried to he tried to kill another uh, one of the uh, what are the corrections officers? Yeah, yeah a female yeah. correction officer. Yeah, he tried to do the same thing. And, and it's like, crazy because you look at him, and the kid is a fucking twig. Like you wouldn't expect something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. You never know. You really you never know, dude. And then like uh, there was a girl that like walked in on it, and she didn't. The kid didn't even get caught. Yeah. Until like later. Yeah. And but then once you check the camera footage, like why you like he looks really anxious. He's literally toting around a fucking big garbage bin. He's yeah. changing his clothes. He went back too. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he forgot. He was walking around at first. They like the cameras caught him outside with a blood stained shirt. He forgot to change his shirt. And like, not only are you a scumbag, but you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know if or it was like he gloves, like blood stains, yeah. or his shoes, something. He just walked out when grabbing the garbage bin. Like you don't think he looked suspicious at all? Yeah. Well, I mean, guess what? No one, no one said mm-hmm. anything. Fair enough. It wasn't until you know, and he stuck around because he wanted, like, you know, a lot of those guys they want to be there to like to see. That's why they they always keep a lookout when they they have a crime scene. Mm-hmm. They always keep a lookout on like the people that are there yeah like showing interest because usually it's the guy that did it they always return they, back to the crime yeah they want to like see what's going on in the reaction and everything like, yeah they get off on it well plus to see like what is their situation after the fact yeah like their next course of action yeah or like try to see like <clears throat> what evidence they found or mm-hmm. but yeah that kid man that That's all on camera like, yeah all this crazy it's dude the janitor the janitor cleaned up the crime scene mm-hmm he just he saw all that blood and he thought it was just like an accident. Mm. 
and just, and he just doing cleaned his it job. up. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if they pretty would, much had all the evidence. Well, yeah, with the cameras, that's yeah. Yeah, the trash can had like the girl. Well, that lady's too. Blood. But that's just yeah. That was insane because you're right. The kid doesn't look like a. Which again, I don't know. Obviously, there's a stereotypical like, yeah, I'm gonna stay away from that dude. But he was yeah. a little fucking twink, like you never expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't even look like you know when they have like the the shoot the school shooters and everything. Yeah. I look at them and I'm like, yeah, that guy looks nuts. Like this yeah. kid didn't really look like yeah, like he's just like a normal a kid. psychopath. Yeah, but again, you never really know what's going on inside someone's yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's so. Was that one of like the topics you wanted to cover? Or was that just something? Oh no, yeah, that was one of them. That was well, that, that's know, pretty true cool. Crime. Yeah, so I like the I like interrogations. I watch those on YouTube, or I watch like this week I was watching like like shootings. Mm. On. There was like this one where it was like a, a potential hit, mm. like the car pulls up and you see it all on CCTV, like a hit and run kind of deal. No, like a drive by. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's oh, what I meant. oh sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but you know, you just some of it's crazy. There was one in like East St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Guy pulls up in a Charger, starts firing right out the window into the car next to it. Then the Charger pulls off. He's firing through the front window of the car that he's shooting at. Mm-hmm. Guy drives drives off. Five minutes later, a guy gets out the back seat and just walks. That's like some Breaking Bad shit. Yeah. With the shooting with I forget the the, the chubby dude. Yeah. When the kid that was on the bike, and like the the kid was on the bike. Oh so yeah. That's yeah. like that's some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, for the folklore, that's really only the one. Yeah. <clears throat> no, same thing. I'm done with the true crime stuff. For I guess my next segment, which is probably. The biggest one, it has two podcasts, it's food. Mm-hmm. I'm a big foodie for someone. I don't consider myself fucking huge, but mm-hmm. I love trying new foods. I love eating. <laughs> so, the uh, salad man. Yeah, well, that's to counteract all the garbage oh, that okay. I eat throughout the week. Yeah, I <laughs> eat salads at work because I eat total dog shit yeah. throughout the week. I can't even tell you how much Chinese food I had yesterday, all right? That's a weekly tradition on Saturday. Remember uh, the Louis episode where they do the double... Yeah, yeah. The, the, and then, they, and the then, two lunches or whatever. Yeah, Bobby Kelly is, is <laughs> he's explaining it to the waitress. Yeah. And Louis just, and he's like, <laughs> what am like, I doing? Yeah. No, because he, he was trying to like flirt with the waitress. And then Bobby Kelly's like, oh, yeah, we're doing a two a day. What's that? Well, we go to one restaurant, eat as much food as we can, then we come to another. Yeah. I was like, that's disgusting. <laughs> to be fair, his brother looked like that's what he did. That guy was fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. But, um, Two different podcasts. Uh, one actually, uh, a at work, she introduced me to one, mm-hmm. and the other one, I I'll get into it. The first one, I guess, I, more recent. Uh, it's called Eat My Globe. Yeah, it's this guy is a very interesting uh, origin. He's it, at first he just looks like a regular white British dude, but he has Indian and African origins. Mm-hmm. So he has he grew up in a very diverse household, uh, consuming. Many, many different cultures of food. Uh, he's, uh, what's his name? Simon Majumder. I, I don't even know if I'm saying his last name mm-hmm. right. Very, very interesting dude. He, again, growing up <clears throat> with several cultures in his household, he loved food. Again, a skinnier, like a skinnier older bald dude. Just, he writes books. He travels the world. He has different, I think he has shows on like the Food Network or Discovery Channel. I forget. But He's written several books about his adventures around the world and the different cultures he's engulfed himself in and just all the food that he's tried around the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So his podcast, Eat My Globe, essentially is the history of a food topic. Mm -hmm. Anywhere from like salt, which you didn't think would be interesting, to like fish and chips. Which it's crazy where like some of these origins started. Like I forget exactly fish and chips, but not even remotely from the UK. I, I, I think it was like a, like a Jew, I think it was a Jewish thing at first. Oh, really? Like in Israel. Is it Israel or an African thing? And it's like the slow progression over time of like the different versions of the food until it becomes like, for example, the fish and chips that we know today. Yeah. Or <clears throat> he did a whole episode about like uh, like fermentation of alcohol and like the whole history of like gin, the history of beer, the history of uh, – he did like the history of truffles – the history of pasta. Yeah. Just again, it's like sh- a pizza, pe- like pizza, pizza started in China, right? Well, or like noodles too. Yeah, it was noodles, China. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was like China, like the Indus river. Italians, Valley. we just made it better, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, honestly, I mean, back to the old thing, if you're trying to find a Bigfoot, just look at some of my relatives in Italy. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, I find that fascinating. Obviously it's a bit more slower form. So that's something like when I first get to work in the morning, just to kind of, while things are slow, I'll listen to that. It's like usually 20 to 40 minutes, and it's the history from the earliest records that we – oh, even like Sandwich, mm. which stuff like that we really don't have like an exact origin for, but we know like – No, it was created by a Jersey Mike. Exactly. Jersey Mike, the Jersey subway Mike, guy dude. before the children. Okay? In freaking 1832. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> no, but um, – <laughs> Is it like, be funny if there was a guy named Jersey Mike? <laughs> yes. I'm Jersey Mike. I'm Subway Sam. Yeah, I make friggin' the, 1800s. Yeah. Like, you're just like, yo, dude. But um, even like the sandwich, I think one of the earliest recordings, it was some Duke, I forget, which maybe is why. Maybe I'm getting my stories mixed up, but I think it was like the, not the origin of the sandwich, but what people mistakenly think the origin of the sandwich is, I think was some European noble uh, that had like a gambling addiction and he didn't want to stop playing, but he was starving. Mm-hmm. So he asked if somebody can get him some pork in between two slices of bread. And he just kind of started a fad. And that's what people thought the origin of the sandwich was, but it's not. And it's it's very interesting. Yeah. So, and he'll go even like the different, because again, it, he talks about the different versions of the dish until it becomes what we know today. Yeah. He talks about like, it started off with this country and then it, People, colonists from this country, usually it's Europe because Europe kind of, you know, fucked everything up. Uh, they went and colonized everywhere, is I guess what I'm yeah. trying to say. So usually there's ties to like European origins or <clears throat> like um, coffee, for example. I believe it was, I forget exactly where it started. There's several places that it started, but it was Europe. They colonize these areas. They're like, wow, we actually like this shit. They bring it back and it, they change it and make it their own. And then people that come to Europe see that and they like it. And they, it's just like the evolution of food essentially is yeah. a whole podcast. It's the history, the origin, and the evolution of food, which again, I love trying new foods. I love food in general. So it's fairly interesting to listen to. The other one, which is something that I list, I've been listening to longer, it's called as a, hot, a Hot Dog is a Sandwich. Mm-hmm. So this is – have you ever heard of the YouTube channel Good Mythical Morning? Yeah. So Good Mythical Morning is like the head of several smaller channels and podcasts. That's the one on Snapchat, the Mythical Kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it started off with uh, Red and Link of Good Mythical Morning. I love them. Um, it's funny, my buddy that actually got me into Good Mythical Morning, like I just became a huge fanboy and he kind of died down with it. But um, 
Good Mythical Morning started off with just them. They have their own podcast called Ear Biscuits, where they it's just them kind of shooting the shit, talking about their past, uh, you know, whatever. Then the more um, money they made, the more subscribers they got, the more employees they got, the the more those employees showed their face on camera and kind of were more incorporated in the episodes, especially like Josh is the guy you see on the Good Mythical Kitchen. Yeah. The, the short blonde hair dude with the glasses. Yeah. It's him and Nicole Hendizada. I, I think she got married, so her name last name is different now. But regardless, uh, Josh and Nicole, they have their own YouTube channel called Mythical Kitchen, and they're on Snapchat. They have their own little mythical shorts. Yeah. They have a, a podcast called A Hot Dog as a Sandwich, where it's two— uh, Oh, so Josh had—is this his podcast? Him and Nicole, yeah. Okay. So watch good, So he— uh, was the original, I'm pretty sure he was one of the original chefs for Good Mythical Morning because they do like Will It Blank. They'll like, they just did um, Will It Brownie. So they define this is what a brownie is. This is what a brownie should always constitute. Now we're going to switch some ingredients out and see if like a lasagna brownie will work or if like a crab cake brownie will work or weird shit like that. So Josh is already used to like the main, I mean, it's co host, but like the main person on the Good Mythical Kitchen channel. He's used to making some weird shit. Because yeah. if you watch Good Mythical Morning, they do some really weird food stuff. But I, I think that's really cool. So yeah, what I like is they take, <clears throat> they'll make like, they'll take like a, a like chicken nuggets, and then they'll be gourmet. like, okay, we're going to use quail, and you know they'll mm-hmm. use they'll make, and it's like each of these nuggets is twenty five dollars a yeah. piece. <clears throat> or they did like, um, excuse me. Like a three hundred down, a three hundred dollar Whopper, yeah. stuff like that. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> oh, geez, I'm dying. <laughs> so a hot dog of the sandwich essentially is usually they're against each other. They pick a topic and they just debate it. Like is a hot dog a sandwich? Funny enough. <clears throat> wow, I'm actually dying. Excuse me. Um. Right now they're doing, I think it's like an anniversary for the podcast, so they're doing five specials where they're finally answering the question because the podcast has been out for a few years, is a hot dog a sandwich? And like one episode they get a food historian, the next they get a philosopher, they got a lawyer to see if like legally if a hot dog is considered a sandwich and they're doing five different episodes to decide for themselves whether it is. But they do like... The bread has to be two pieces. Well, that's like... It's crazy how every episode they're like, oh, it's definitely this. It's definitely not. And the next episode with the next guest are like, oh, shit, I think it is. Yeah. And the next episode they're like, no, definitely it's not. And it's 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 very engaging. Uh, but they do like uh, weird-ass questions like is, is cereal soup? Like stuff like that. Like they yeah. constitute like what makes a soup, what makes a cereal, and where in the middle. In reality, it's really nothing important. But I, I find it really interesting. Like um, – what they did, like, is I, – I forget. Honestly, I could pull it up. <clears throat> but they have some pretty interesting things they debate. So let me pull it up real quick. So hot dog a sandwich. <clears throat> they have, like, what's the best pasta shape? Are mayo and aioli the same thing? All right, they have, is the ocean a soup? <laughs> what's the best road trip snack? Uh, is cold brew coffee a scam? What's the best potato dish? Pastrami versus corned beef. Pastrami, it, dude. Is, yeah, like, is salt a spice? Is meatloaf just a long meatball? <laughs> they also have one of my favorite ones. What, like, 
<clears throat> how many stacks makes a lasagna. If you have like lasagna, usually two or more stacks, you'd think, but you could have like a five stack lasagna. Yeah. What if you have one layer, a layer, like how many layers makes lasagna? And like they take a basic, a, like a general definition of something and they kind of stretch it to see how far they can go with it. Mm. But that's usually like something more chill in the morning they'll listen to. But as far as like my, the food area, I guess what I designated that to, those are the two podcasts. Uh, eat my globe and a hot dog as a sandwich. And currently, I think they uh, they upload Tuesdays. I think Mondays or Tuesdays for hot dog as a sandwich, and they're on their second to last episode. Usually, it's one episode that decides it, but because that's the podcast name, they're doing five specials, and I think they're on the fourth one right now. So two more weeks, and they'll finally decide for themselves like whether a hot dog is a sandwich. But I again, it's nothing important. It's really yeah. it's useless information, but I. I like it. It's endearing. I find it pretty interesting. Yeah, like what if they're like, it is a sandwich, and then you start going to restaurants like, you got this in the wrong part of the menu? Well, that's like sandwiches. Like the question that they first start off with is, if you are at a gas station, you're on a road trip, and you say, get me a sandwich, you wouldn't expect someone to get you a hot dog, but would you be upset if they got you a hot dog? It's really like – yeah. It's, I don't know, it's something you really have to think about. And again, I'm going to keep saying none of the shit they talk about is important, but I still think it's interesting. I think, too, it's like burgers, when you go to a restaurant. Is it not their, a sandwich? But they have their own part of the menu. Exactly, hot dogs as well. It's like yeah. what what constitutes a sandwich, what constitutes a hot dog. It's like, it, is it his own thing, but also classified under the umbrella of a sandwich? You yeah. know what I mean? Because like even they talk about subs. This, the bread of a sub is the closest thing that's considered a sandwich that the hot dog also has bread-wise. Yeah. But that's also considered a sub. Would you consider that a sandwich? I yeah, consider but, Subway a sandwich shop or a sub shop, but it's still a sandwich. But the hot dog's not on bread. It's on a bun. Yeah, but I mean like when you're talking about like a hero or oh, a sub, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a hot dog bun, but it's just bigger. It's the same shape. Yeah. I mean it's like one thing just cut in the middle. So it's kind of – yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, so that's for my my little segment. That's kind of the food segment. That's like something just kind of wind down in the morning or like Fridays in the afternoon at work. Just, yeah. you know, stuff to play in the background. But Doesn't get you too amped. Yeah, exactly. I'm not like, they're fucking wrong. Oh, like, it, it's what they're not talking. They're not discussing the world's. Why did you write up the part number? Exactly. <laughs> but anyways. All right. Let's, uh, you want to take a break? Yeah, yeah let's, kick right, it, cool. let's kick it to our sponsors. We'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Larry's Lasers. We can all agree, lasers are pretty fucking cool. Mother's Day was a couple of months ago, but it's never too late to get her a laser. Nothing feels better than flashing a laser in your enemy's pupils. Turn any of your foes into John Cena's neighbor. Someone talking shit? Get cut off in traffic? Did an old lady take the last porterhouse steak at the grocery store? Boom bap, skeet booby da bop, laser laser, problem solved. Larry's lasers are developed with high-tech Mongolian military-grade technology. So honestly, it's a crapshoot on whether it'll work or not. I'm pretty sure Mongolia has been taking L since Genghis Khan. If you call them now, they'll throw in a Christina's crossbow for free for those that prefer blinding their haters with analog. Just call 1-800-LARRYS-L and tell them Nuke Party sent you. They only accept Dogecoin and they take about two to three months to ship. But still, enjoy your lasers responsibly. Disclaimer, despite what I just said, do not flash lasers in people's eyes. Flashing lasers in people's eyes can and will lead to blindness and fun. So make sure you aim straight. Fuck 12, fuck the ops. Now back to the episode. And we're back. Shout out again to Larry's Lasers. Lasering losers one laser at a time. That's right. Trademark that. Trademark pending. 
But seriously, please don't laser anyone's eyes out. Don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> Not in Mongolia. Not in Mongolia. Well, you Maybe. know, there's a lot of uh, Khan and whatnot, you know. It's very uh, laissez-faire over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my next uh, category, I guess, is comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, that's how, you know, Dante and I were big fans of Eminem and Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah. And like... We have the same birthday, and it was just yeah. like, what the heck, dude? Yeah. It's too many coincidences. Yeah. You got to hang out with this guy. Yeah. And so my favorite – do we do – we're going to save that, right? Top five comedians. Oh, that's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, a future. Yeah, so we, it's not that we didn't run out of top fives. Yeah. We're just – we're taking a break from top yeah. fives. Yeah, we want to wait until we have more than four fans <laughs> yeah, exactly. to drop drop that heat. Dude. Exactly. We want to wait. That's a three-hour episode right there. And that's also like the most we could get canceled from. So let's wait. Yeah. So let's build the audience first. Let's build it up before we break it down, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Things you gotta, must go up before they you gotta go down. You got to destroy before you build or and something like that. Build, build. I'm pretty sure that was like an old show, Destroy, Build, Destroy. That's, that's what we're going to yeah. do with the podcast. But anyways, well, what was the next like area you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, the comedy podcast. Yes. So our... I don't know if he's your new favorite, but Shane Gillis. He is pretty funny. Yeah, Dude. he's definitely. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know personally if he tops Louis C.K. for me, but he's still pretty. No, fucking no, up I there. know. I'm just mean like, would you consider him like in your favorites? Oh, definitely. Yeah. He's fucking hysterical. He needs to like release another a special. He, and the funny thing is, is so he got can he got canceled when he went to SNL. Yeah, and uh, he made uh, he said a word about Asian people, and <laughs> he he got. He lasted like two days before the. They were like, "All right, that's too much." Like, so if you just want to explain really quick who Shane Gillis was, like, did he start off with SNL? Yeah, so he he tells the stories like you could find uh, his like first Joe Rogan appearance. He does the mm-hmm. whole breakdown, but basically, he got signed on to be on the show, and then I guess there's this like blogger that's mm-hmm. obsessed with SNL, mm-hmm. and he went through and found uh, something he said on a podcast, and. Uh, he just he tells the whole story about how his uh, publicist was like, or no no one of the workers at uh I forgot who owns what network is, um SNL on, like comedy no I, no, no, I, no, I don't it's know it's in like a big NBC or something yeah 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 Me, and they were right. like they were like uh, you haven't said anything in the past have you he's like. No, because he said he doesn't post jokes on Twitter, so he thought they were yeah. talking. And then he goes, well, I have a podcast. And they're like, oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's like, you sure? And they're <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you're fine. And then uh, it was – you got to listen to him tell it, but he's just – he's on the phone the night it happened mm-hmm. where they the story broke. He's like, did you say – and it was a C word. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he goes, no, I didn't say that. And then he's like, we have a, we have a video of you saying it. And he's like – Oh, I might have said it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when that story came out and I was like, um, well, I I just listened to the headlines. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I, that's the thing is I probably should have just went straight to his stuff because I would have loved it. Yeah. But like when they were like, he was saying, saying the C word and stuff and being like over the top, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, maybe. But they, they overplayed it like in terms of it, the context of what she was saying. Yeah. It. And he actually, he's, 
in my top five just off one special. No, like he's that was really that last funny. special live in Austin mm-hmm. was incredible. His like, even he, his skits are fucking hysterical. Yeah, yeah. He ISIS has, Toyota. Yeah, oh he has uh, skits called Gillian Keeves. Like mm-hmm. you got to check them out. They're like, it's just funny because he gets he gets let go from SNL and then he he still got paid. He said, yeah, yeah. I think it, he said it was like 50,000. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, didn't have to appear in any episodes. <laughs> That's but, pretty good. Um, who, who lost that one, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he has the Patreon. They make like 100K a month. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you make money on the Patreon. Um, but he put that money into his uh, produ- the producing that stuff. And mm-hmm. he, him and his friend own it. Mm-hmm. And those skits are like better. Like, I've... The the last SNL skit that I really liked was Bill Burr when mm-hmm. he did the uh, the Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. the um, Sam Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that one was so funny. He's like, oh, it's today of the day? You going <laughs> to hit your old man? Yeah. He's like, he's like uh, wh- what was he? He's like, he, he, oh, he chugged the whole beer and he goes, that tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr is hilarious. Um, but yeah, so Bill Burr is ha- – uh, so Shane Gillis has a podcast with his friend Matt, Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Mm. Hilarious. I've signed up to the Patreon, so oh, I get yeah. two episodes a week. They also have a spinoff of Matt's brother and uh, their childhood friend, Matt's childhood friend. Mm. And uh, um, it's called War Mode, and that's just strictly like oh, conspiracy yeah, theories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Remember know. the one where the go, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude. Those guys are, are – that whole family, like, just That's every time – they did, like, a whole family podcast with all their brothers. Mm. This is Matt, not Shane. Mm. And they're all they're all hilarious. Like, it's just f- fucking funny, like, to have, like, three brothers that are just all c- comedian-level yeah. f- hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So I got – I listened to that spinoff, which is more of the conspiracy one, but they're also – the guy's funny. Yeah. Um, then – uh, the Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr. Mm. It's pretty funny. I like he goes on rants and rambles and conspiracy theories. He used to do as well too, right? Yeah, he used to. He kind of laid off that a little bit. You know, he's getting that uh Disney money. Yeah, so they're like, hey, chill on the central bank stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he used to go in on the like very anti-government and uh, um, then the, your mom's house. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. Segura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's fun. It's it's a lot of like uh, the Tom Segura, like his his character. The I, I'm sure that's how he is in real life, but yeah. like his character, like the the stuff he does, it's so like structured. Mm-hmm. Like you almost know that what's coming when he says it. Yeah, and it's just he's so good at it. It's hilarious. Doesn't he have Tom Segura? Doesn't he have a podcast with? Bert, Bert Kreischer, yeah, like two yeah. bears in like one cave or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Bert's a little wild. I'm not. Yeah, you know, I like I like Tom. I did like the clip though, where the you see the Kool Aid clip. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty. That fun. was pretty he funny. He lost his shit. He's dude, like, early in the morning, he has a fucking tumbler full of dude, red Kool Aid, sixty four ounce ton, like a gallon. Yeah, and it's just how do you not have diabetes yet, dude? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, dude. <clears throat> That's just. Like I don't listen, I don't listen and watch that podcast, but I I see a fuck ton of clips from them on YouTube, and at least the clips that I see, because I'm their friends outside of their, yeah, you know, out of like their professional lives. You see what but, they do with the birthdays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where they const he bought like they they're constantly one upping each other with birthday yeah. gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it's like uh, a private jet uh, flight did, or something. Did they? Oh, well, I mean, they're at because 
he it's like a million dollars. Someone got fire. a jet ski. I think it's because Tom moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a lake. So they bought a, he got him like the souped up jet ski. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Bert got. But I saw the present after Tom got like this BMW race car. It was like oh, shit. it's not even street legal. Damn. Yeah, because he's into like uh, like uh, the sport, the high end sports cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, the, the white Lamborghini prank was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. bought. He rented a white Lamborghini, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's like, uh, everyone's like, "Damn, how well are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you know, just boot balling." And like Bert, <laughs> Bert was just like freaking the fuck out. He's like, "You bought a Lamborghini." You know, and he's just like, oh, he's a big shot now. You yeah. know, <laughs> and then when he told him it was fake, it was just hilarious, the reaction. Um, I guess Joe Joe Rogan's not really a comedy podcast, but I only listen to, I don't listen to it religiously. Like, I want to find specific people specific that are on there. Specific people, yeah. Like, there's a Michael Malice. He's like an anarchist. Mm. He's pretty interesting to listen to. Um, he had a comedian. Um Mark Normand. Mark he, Norman's hilarious. I actually I, I watched his special that he put on YouTube. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he he has his own style. I mean, I'm sure that style's been around, but like he actually writes jokes instead of They have punchlines. Yeah. Which I feel like you don't and see. He, he does that on Twitter and he's he's a genius at it. Mm-hmm. Like and uh but yeah, oh so Rogan has like this uh he used to have like groups, like he had the Sober October, mm. where he had uh, Bert, Tom, and Ari Shafir, mm-hmm. and they did like uh, they did Sober October, so they had no weed, no, and they'd have to like lose weight. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know if they do that anymore, but now they have this one with Ari Shafir, Mark Normand, and Shane Gillis, mm-hmm. and they're all on the same podcast together. Yeah, and it's pretty funny. And dude, Shane Gillis is just getting blitzed. Yeah. He has like. He has just like empty Bud Light cans in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like he drinks like a twelve or twenty four pack, mm-hmm. and he's just he's just out of it. Like most most of the episodes, yeah. and it's it's hilarious. And Shane Gillis had Louis C.K. on there too for two episodes, right? Yeah, no, four, four. Oh yeah, shit! They okay. did the president's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was in, that was a good, yeah, was good pretty set fucking of podcast. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I've never I've never seen Louis on a podcast. Like he's never done Rogan Same. or yeah. any. He might. I don't know who's the um, the older guy, Mark, not Mark Norman. Oh, Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Yeah, I, yeah. He might have done an episode with him. Okay. I don't. I'm not too sure, but yeah, I've never heard him on a podcast. That was the first one I've heard. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were saying because I listened to the first, maybe the first and the second present episode. They were saying that might have been the first podcast he was on. That, oh, actually, really? that actually aired. Yeah. Like he oh. might have been on another podcast, but maybe because of the timing, because of everything that happened, maybe it didn't air. Yeah. They, if he reboots Louis, he needs to get Shane on there as a regular guest. Seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, he's still character. doing stuff. Louis C.K. had the July 4th movie that came out. He directed in, uh, in his own movie. Is that the one that was supposed to come out and then never did? No, 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 no. That... The girl from Kick Ass was in it. Not that no, not that never. That that, no, it's another one where like he plays a psychiatrist or something. It's the fan, his a, a younger dude that's visiting his family. He really doesn't like and like they're out of town. Like they have a house in like some lakeside house for what you call it, like for Fourth of July. But he doesn't really get along with his family, so it's like is he in it? Louis C.K. plays the psychiatrist of the main character. He's not the main character, but he stars. Who in plays it. the main? Who I forget the guy. It's okay. some younger dude. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's been in anything before. 
but he Louis C.K. co-directed and he is in it. So um, I gotta watch that. Uh, it's on. It's on his website. I think it's going to be. It's called. Oh, it hasn't come out yet. It's in select theaters now, but I don't think it's on his website yet. But he's going to every showing, mm-hmm. Louis C.K., which is pretty cool. I oh, think yeah. it's called the Fourth of July or just July Fourth, something like that. But that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, the comedy ones really get you through the day, especially mm-hmm. like if Rogan has a good guest. It's like yeah. four hours, mm-hmm. so that's like almost half the day at yeah. work. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, the the Shane Gillis one is pretty good, and I don't really the Your Mom's House and Monday Morning Podcast. I don't really listen to as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of go through like phases. Yeah, yeah, and then it's also cool to like binge listen. Mm-hmm. So like I'll take a break and then I'll go back and there's like ten new episodes I could just listen to straight. That's what I do with I haven't talked about it yet. My favorite podcast like I'm caught up and it sucks because I have to wait weekly. Yeah, I like to just I'll take a day and I'll just listen to all of it. Yeah, or like yeah. I'll, I'll take like throughout like the next two weeks and catch up. Oh yeah, the best feeling is when you stumble upon a new good podcast yeah. and there's like three like when I stumbled upon the Madden Shane one, mm-hmm. they were episode three twenty. The problem is, is it only goes down to 300. So oh. I don't know what happened to 300 to one, mm-hmm. but uh, Shane Gillis was saying like when they first started, it was terrible. Oh, right? okay. So, maybe they got rid of yeah, it. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to keep the... Like a reboot almost? Yeah. Or just kind of get rid of when they were rusty and yeah. like keep the the ones where they finally got polished and they were... Fair enough. You know, on point. That makes sense. That's, they should make that like a... A Patreon exclusive, like unreleased episodes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a newer, more green episodes. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's the thing too, which is cool is their their Patreon's only a dollar. Oh, nice. So okay. That's most of cool. them I sign up for like five. Five, ten, something like that. Yeah. Oh, there's another comedian podcast, The Honeydew. I don't I don't think Ryan Sickler. Oh, okay. And he basically brings like uh it's pretty cool because I have the Patreon too. But he brings, like, a comedian on, and they tell, like... It's basically highlighting the lowlights. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a... They tell, like, s- terrible stories that happened. Yeah. So they have the comedian one, and then with the Patreon, um, you get that one without the ads, and you get uh, Patreon members or guests tell their stories. Oh, that's really cool. And okay. some of them are, like, crazy. Yeah. Like, you know... Well, there's a lot of people out there. I'm sure there's some fucked up, not even fucked up, just some crazy stuff that's happened. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's funny, but the thing too is like there are episodes where like the guy's clearly lying. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like telling the story just about he's like get... this big drug lord and it's like, mm. and then people in the comments are like, okay, bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get like five seconds of fame. Yeah. But that's kind of cool, like a Patreon spotlight almost. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that. Yeah. That's pretty much. I think that's it for the comedian ones that have. Okay. Um, the next one, only one podcast for this right now. Uh, it's I guess it's kind of like a gaming theme. It's called Blast Burn Radio. So this is something, honestly, most of my downtime is watching um, like challenge runs of games. Mm-hmm. So something I'm really I've – been, I've been into since I was younger. I'm just more into now. Like I love the Pokemon games. Like I don't play a lot of video games anymore just because I don't have a lot of time. But – when I'm not trying to sound like the, the Dos Equis or whatever. I don't yeah. play a lot of video games, but when I do, when I it's do. probably Pokemon games. Yeah. it's Again, it's just a thing of nostalgia, and I like the fact that every game, they're starting to make games based on different countries. It's not all just Japan. Mm-hmm. So, like, the newest game that's coming out is going to be based on Spain, which is pretty interesting. But 
Blast Burn Radio, there is a challenge run that was made by some dude in some like comic series he made called a Nuzlocke. Um, and I'll explain. Just uh, bear with me with this yeah. one. Um, Nuzlocks are challenges made to make the games harder. Because for some people, the Pokemon games, once you get used to there's 18 types, once you get used to the type combinations and the type matchups, not always, but for the most part, they could be fairly easy. So they create challenges to make the game harder. So instead of going and finding the team you want, each time you go onto a route and you step into the grass, the first thing you run into for each route is the only thing you can catch on that route. And if it faints, it dies and you can't use it anymore. And it's essentially, can you beat the game with these harder rule sets? And I, I love that shit. Like even yesterday, that's when I'm at home. I could be doing something more productive. I'm probably watching like a Nuzlocke theme, like uh, a bird theme Nuzlocke or a fire type theme Nuzlocke or whatever. It's can I beat the game with the all of these restrictions to make the game harder? Essentially, it just mm-hmm. makes it more interesting. Blast Burn Radio is. It started off with three people. They rotated one person out, but regardless, it's very. Um, it's not very well known. It's uh, I think maybe a thousand listeners, something like that, uh, weekly. Um, their release schedule isn't as frequent as they used to because uh, there's uh, one of the main hosts has a family and a lot of people are sick and whatever, but whenever they upload it, something I listen to, they're taking it one step further where instead of picking a game and doing a Nuzlocke, they're starting from the very first game and they're competing with each other to see who can compete th- complete the games throughout every single game in order. So they're doing it like a Nuzlocke World Tour well, they'll start off with the first game, and each week they'll take their teams and they'll battle each other for, like, extra points, and it's like a point-based system. Mm. Who can beat the game with these rule sets and who has the best team using these rule sets, and they go in the, each individual game in order. And I think there are one or two games behind, but when I found the podcast, it was only, like, 30, 40 episodes, so I was able to ca- catch up and, like, actually listen to it weekly. And it... Very again, and maybe for someone that's not into that, it's a little boring. But I, I like stuff like that, like yeah. trying to do something with your with one arm tied behind. It's challenge runs. I mean, that's a really big thing on YouTube. A lot of streamers do that. But I like that they're taking it a step further, and they do these nuzlocke or these challenge runs for every single game, and they make it a competition between the three hosts. Yeah, and they have kind of like something we're thinking of implementing. Uh, not to spoil too much, but there's different segments, different episode types that we want to do, including maybe some games, maybe some challenges. We'll see what happens. Uh, punishments and rewards for people that win and lose onto the next game. Yeah. So, like, if somebody loses, if somebody wins, they're able to implement a rule for the next game that everybody has to follow and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, just to kind of make things a little interesting. But I kind of a bit of a shorter segment that when it comes to, like, gaming, that's the one that I listen to, but... I fucking loved it when they uploaded regularly. I actually, um, I'm on their Patreon as well, and I actually, uh, it sounds stupid, but I got a shout-out from the hosts on Twitch. Like, I don't watch a lot of Twitch, but they will play the game, like their games on Twitch, and then essentially they'll have the recap for the podcast. They'll recap the week, and they'll do like a live battle recording for the podcast. So, I don't know. It's something I find interesting. Yeah. But your username, Jay's best friend? Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But uh, yeah, for that, I guess for the like, little gaming segment, that's about it. Oh, okay, that's sweet. Here's one. 
uh, watch battles. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically like I, I watch battle rap. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty interesting. Like you get to see how I used to watch it like when I was younger mm-hmm. and you get to see like the evolution of it. Like it's gotten more intricate. In I think you showed of, me some of it too. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty crazy. And uh, more like uh, like when I listen to rap, I'm like listening for lyrics mm-hmm. like and syllables and, you know, so that's, you know, you can't go onto the stage and rhyme like cat and hat. You have to rhyme like more syllables and then you have to make it personal towards your opponent and then some people have jokes some people have like name flips mm-hmm. so then watch battles because when i want to watch battles at work i have to have my youtube up mm-hmm. and then i have to use my phone to take pictures of stuff yeah, yeah. so it kind of interrupts but watch battles i found this podcast and i've watched the things on youtube it's they watch a battle with battle rappers and oh. then they kind of give an analysis as okay. it's going and they'll react to lines or be like, well, that line doesn't make sense. And they'll critique. And so it allows me to listen, watch or listen to battles that off YouTube. So I really, I just found it recently. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I get to see some of my the favorite battles, but then I get to see like the breakdown. Like sometimes a line will get a good reaction, but I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And then they they'll break apart. it down like how it made sense. Mm-hmm. So it's de- it's kind of like a play by play, like with sports, mm-hmm. where you have an announcer go like, "Oh, he made that play. They were gonna, you know." So that's what I like about it because you know it gives a breakdown, allows me to listen to it at work without using YouTube and my data. Mm. So I like that too. It's like you could like like that's with a lot of rap and news music in general. You could like the way something sounds. You could like how it flows together, but you might not necessarily understand exactly what they meant in that moment. Yeah. So that's kind of cool where they break that down. Where even if you don't get it, or even if they don't get it, maybe it's something they kind of pick apart to see if they could understand if it makes sense. Yeah. But that's pretty interesting because they'll go like <clears throat> some of the better battle rappers. Mm. They'll be like my favorite battle rappers, Big K, mm. and he'll have like. In the setups, like he'll have like um, rhyme schemes and and like hard lines in the setup to like the haymaker, like the, the last line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I don't get it because they're talking like street shit sometimes, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't. <laughs> what kind of gun is that? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not really. Yeah, they use a lot of like that. gun lines and shit. Like, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, but that's that's pretty much. It's something I like, and then it's a breakdown of it. You mm. get to watch, like, and they're it's not just average about it. Like, they're the big guys go on those shows. And do you know anyone, like, any names in specific that, like, that review that you like? Oh, uh, Immaculate. Uh, he's he's one of the the first guys. Like, he used to do it when they did it over beats. Oh, okay. So he this was like, like I started watching this stuff in like two thousand and eight. Mm. So he was like one of the first guys and he still does it and he evolved well. Like a lot of those guys in the beginning, it was more simplistic Mm. and there was basically like two, two platforms. There was URL or smack and then, uh, grind time. Mm. And then grind time was like the hipster white nerdy kids, like basically making fun of each other's moms and like making yeah. jokes and then smack was like the new york like mm. 
the gun lines, talking street shit. More hardcore shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now it's it's kind of evolved to where you have to the the best the best guys mm. incorporate both where okay. they have good lines and they're funny and you know you have they dig up dirt on their opponent and mm. there was this one like big K my favorite he he battled this guy who was in prison for five years mm. got out he brought to the the battle his statement he had oh. he, he had snitched on his co-defendants mm-hmm. his co-defendants got like 16 years and 17 years mm. and he only got five so oh. he went pulled the paperwork printed it all out and incorporated it while rhyming like turn to page six highlighted section this guy snitched da, 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 you know holy and then, shit yeah, yeah, yeah dude and Damn. then it was just like the biggest that was like the biggest body bag of like that year mm-hmm. and it was just like that guy just got out of prison in his first <laughs> battle <laughs> he's reminded yeah. of the fact yeah yeah that's crazy yeah because everyone was like everyone's like damn he's a real dude he went to prison mm-hmm. right and then he comes home and it's like no actually he's a snitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a snitch and a bitch yeah and up at a ditch yeah but big big k has had he's before because i followed him for a while but like he had a couple of years where he would like choke like mm. where you just forget your lines. Where you couldn't, yeah. Yeah. But like now recently he he's been on a tear. Like just every Making like a it started with that snitch thing. Like he body bagged him and then Oh, that's the same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So he's been on a tear lately. And then um Hollow to Don another one that he started. Mm. He did both leagues. So mm. he would go to the, the white leagues and do jokes and then go to the, the smack leagues and the best of both worlds. I mean yeah. if anything, yeah, if you're saying that the best battle rappers out there do a little bit of both it's probably good to do both competitions so you can kind of intertwine the two together yeah like he went and he he was kind of the first guy to joke on the the hardcore one mm-hmm. and he was battling this fat guy right? <laughs> and he goes <laughs> i heard a big and i've heard a big and tall but i never heard a big and small maybe you should open up a different store called i'm fat and i can't find my dick and balls oh <laughs> dude nice. and he's just like that was like the first time like he's seen humor used and mm-hmm. he roasted him for being fat the yeah. whole and everyone's just going crazy and like th- that kind of brought everything together and now there's another league called king of the dot it's a canadian league mm. but they have they have american battle rappers go over there they and rap Pat, about like, like moose and maple syrup and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> and well there's this guy like one of my favorites pat stay mm. that guy's the fun that's the guy i showed you where he's talking about the uh the babysitter yeah 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 yeah, 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 and that guy, that guy's hilarious, but he's also good lyrically. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, and the all the top tier guys, like the guys that are on the main card, because mm-hmm. they'll have the events, and you can go to them, and then they'll have nine battles. They'll have the main event. Oh, okay. And then you know the mid tier guys, and then some low tier guys. It's like a fucking pay per view boxing. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's they actually do pay per view for you oh, to see shit. them live. Uh, URL TV, uh, they they have a contract with this network company called Caffeine, and you oh, can watch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know Caffeine. I know Caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they you could watch them live. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, and then they have an app which I'm signed up for. It's like eight dollars a month mm-hmm. where you get all their battles. They took it off YouTube. They used to just upload on YouTube. Now they're well, you have to monetary. sign up for the app. Yeah, that's like guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's finally getting the right because it wasn't that popular back then. Grind time, 
the rappers from Grind Time all kind of went to King of the Dot. Yeah. Because that was like, again, the white, nerdy, lyrical. Mm-hmm. And um, Grind Time fell off. Like, they they uh, dissolved. They didn't. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, now it's just, now there's another one. Big K is on RBE. Like, they usually stick to their leagues and then they'll go battle elsewhere. Dabble a little bit and come yeah, back. Yeah. But, like, RBE. It's a rare breed entertainment. Big K is kind of like their workhorse. Like he's the guy. Driving force of that. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. their main event guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because URL too, they make their battlers sign contracts mm-hmm. to where like, okay, if you go over there, like you have to battle a cert. You can't, they don't want like, like if you're a top tier guy and I'm a top tier guy and we're both signed to smack, mm-hmm. they don't want us battling over there yeah. against each other yeah, because yeah, they yeah. want that for, that's going to be a big battle. That's so theirs. they keep it. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense to say on their own network. Because, like, uh, there's another battle rapper called Av, mm-hmm. and Big K is from Virginia, and Av is from Virginia. They're both from uh, Norfolk, mm-hmm. Norfolk or whatever. Norfolk. Yeah. Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, um, and they both have the same style of like punchlines. Mm-hmm. And so, Smack, they were going to battle on the RBE where Big K is, but then Smack blocked it because that's going to be a big, you know, the two guys from, not a lot of people come from that city to battle rap. Mm -hmm. And it's like the two guys that are considered probably top 20 in the league, Mm -hmm. you know, they want that on their platform. So they blocked it because Av is signed to them. So, but yeah, so it's interesting just watching the breakdowns and, you know. That is, yeah, I'll have to start. What is that, the main one It's called, uh... What the league? The, the podcast. Oh, it's called Watch Battles. I'm definitely gonna have to, but yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty interesting. And it's I like ran, some of the stuff you showed me. Yeah, it's ran by uh his name's Avocado. Mm-hmm. He does he's basically the cameraman and he's been he's been doing the production of all of the leagues. Like he gets Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he basically is kind of like the go to guy if you need it produced, like yeah. edited camera shot he's Everything. a cool guy he he hosts this podcast mm. so you get guys that have been doing this for years and mm. that's like their day job so that's pretty cool yeah that's very interesting to hear like the different takes and like you know the breakdown of why that's why that's a good line or why it may not and be. then they they usually go like because uh, the the battles themselves are more promotional they're not judged yeah, yeah so at least on this podcast for the most part they'll go like I got him round one, you know, so mm-hmm. you get the guys that know battle rap kind of telling you. Because in the comments, you'll have people go, this guy won 3-0, this guy won 2-1 because there's three rounds. Mm-hmm. And then so these guys actually partake in the craft. Yeah. They give their opinion. And then it's like, oh, you know, it's more it's more of a – because they used to have polls. But mm-hmm. at least with this, it's like you have experts saying who won the round. So yeah, it's more yeah. – um, concrete in terms of the outcome of the battle. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the only podcast I know with rap battles. But that's not, I mean, that's unique. That's good when you find like kind of a diamond <clears throat> in the rough where yeah. it's something, I feel like podcast, it's very big, but it's still uh, an evolving culture, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So there's a lot of podcasts, but there's still many niches to not yet be broken into. So that's cool that you found something like that. Yeah, that's why I always wanted for... I always thought that they should post the battles on iTunes because mm-hmm. it's like, again, I, I can't. That's like a song, kind of? 
Yeah, yeah. And some of them, they use, they have some I've found, like, they'll put it up. The whole album is the whole, uh, like, each battle from that event. But, yes, yeah, sounds but good. They don't do, you know, I think that that'd be a good market to break into because it's like, I don't need to watch it. Yeah. I'm listening, mm-hmm. and I don't want to use my data watching videos or yeah, you know, just to listen to the sound. <clears throat> so Nice. Yeah. What's your... So I guess technically for my last... Um, I mean, there's many more podcasts I listen to, but not really a lot that I can talk about necessarily. So like my last area, I guess, would be, I guess, anime, manga, nerd, culture in general. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but j- th- so they started off... It's three YouTubers essentially that made this podcast. There is a video and an audio format, but they're known for the biggest anime podcast that never talks about anime, which is, it's like an ongoing gag. Yeah. It's like, there's only so much, unless you're talking, unless you're like reviewing newer stuff, there's not really much that you talk about. So it's called the Trash Taste Podcast. I love their fucking logo and their whole design, but it's three YouTubers, uh, the anime man, Joey, Gigak, or his name's Garnt, very unique name, not Grant, which is an ongoing joke, Garnt. Garnt. And uh, Connor, Sea Dog VA, um, at which... I feel like I'm not the only one. When I say I like their podcast, I like... How do I explain it? They're three different people from three different backgrounds. So, like, Joey is half Australian, half Japanese, speaks fluent English and Japanese, is from Australia, and now lives in Japan. Giguk is a... I believe he's Thai, and he's from... The, he's Thai person with Thai roots that lives in the UK, and... Connor is the only person I've ever heard that's from Wales. Hmm. So he's Wales, or he's from Wales, a British dude from Wales that moved into the UK, like the Brighton area. And it's them evolving their YouTube channels in their own different areas that loosely revolve. I mean, Anime Man Joey is, that's kind of what he does, but loosely revolving around anime and Japanese culture, but kind of doing their own twists. So like Connor is more into like voice acting and acting. Garnt is more into reviews and more documentary-style videos, and Joey is more review or getting people into newer anime or manga series. They all moved to Japan together. They got hired by this company called Geeks Plus, and they live in Tokyo, and they have this nice set and everything, and they just they talk anything from what it was like moving to Japan to college stories or what it was like living in their original countries or they have whole segments where they try not to talk shit about America but it's, yeah. it's all in good fun but just talking about the stupid shit they hear about America but that's probably my favorite podcast is just it's less about the anime and manga that they talk about because they don't really talk about it a lot they mention it but it's not like the driving force of the podcast it's three friends that moved to Japan together they live separately but they all live in Japan if you know what I mean Yeah, and them just talking about their day-to-day life or just really interesting experiences they have from their original countries and the contrast from their original countries to this country to, like, right now they're doing... They're going to different events. Like, Garnt, he got married, so they went to the UK, so they recorded stuff in UK, and they get a bunch of people from the UK. They get a lot of guests. Yeah. Like, they, they'll go phases where they don't get a lot of guests, and then they'll have a guest, like, every episode. So right now it's just guest after guest after guest after guest. They Who were their guests, like just random people? There are YouTubers in similar spaces, so you probably wouldn't know a decent amount of who some of them are, but like like um, anywhere from like gaming YouTubers to anime YouTubers to like actual voice actors and like Japanese artists that are like in the industry, 
they get people that have made that work in the anime industry that like actually do like the art for like their directors or their artists for the shows and they kind of break down kind of the culture of their work for mm-hmm. example or they get you know different people that work in voice acting or musical youtubers or they're in the u.s right now so they're in la for anime expo so they're going to get a bunch of uh people and uh, youtubers in the u.s so like they get streamers like ludwig um jacksepticeye i don't know if you know who that is yeah. and that was more so in the uk but I know that's not that, – that's the one aspect I'll slowly try to, <laughs> uh, you know, change you over into the genesis, yeah. but we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, it's really interesting. It's, it's, it's funny. Again, they're an anime podcast that doesn't talk about anime. So it's like what were – what are the stupidest things that they experience in Japan that they've never experienced in other countries and vice versa? What do they do? What were some of the things? Like – the banking system is fucking impossible. Anything in Japan that requires paperwork, which is many things, is impossible. You go to the bank in the U.S., you have your ID, you have your card, you're fine. The bank you need, like, every time you go, you need proof, like, at least a year's worth of evidence that you live where you live and you are who you are and all these different fucking papers. You have to bring the physical paperwork. They will not accept emails. They will not accept screenshots. They will not accept logins on your phone. You need just to go to ATM. Just well, just to like open up um, like a debit card, oh. or to like get your address changed, or get like medical insurance. Like it's you, or even like to, to get in to get a visa, like to visit. Like you need all the paperwork in the fucking world, and they make no exceptions. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one of those things where. Uh, Japanese culture is very different. So, like, we tip usually anywhere from like twenty or fifteen to twenty-five percent, depending on how much it is. Like, generally speaking, that's what is acceptable in the U.S. to tip. You don't tip in Japan, mm-hmm. but it's interesting how tipping is a part of American culture, but customer service just is complete dog shit for the most part. Yeah, except for Sweetwater, where we got our bikes, not a sponsor. Oh yeah, I was very surprised. Like. Sean from Sweetwater, I'm sorry, I'm the piece of shit and I never responded to you, but you're doing your job very well. Yeah. Like, we bought the mics. We, through the whole process, are like, hey, if you need help, we have someone that speaks your language. No offense, I think if you're buying something and you need help, you should be able to converse with that person in your native tongue because that's, yeah. it's customer support. You're supposed to supporting me. I'm not supposed to be supporting you. Yeah. But Sweetwater is, like, I got a small tangent an email from Sean from Sweetwater. Hey, your order is confirmed. Hey, your order has shipped. Hey, your order is should be delivered, if not within the next few days. Hey, did you get your order yet? And does everything work well? If you don't, here's your warranty and here let me know if I can help. Yeah. Not automated, a person. Heartbeat and all actually sent me emails to and again, I'm a piece of shit, I never responded, whatever, but that's not something you see every day in America. Yeah. It's like everyday occurrence in Japan, and they will not accept tips. Like they, again, not that I can't think of everything off the top of my head now, but just like the anything going, even if it is difficult with paperwork, they're still extremely respectful, extremely patient. You know what I mean? They're yeah. very thorough. He's explaining like um, their travel from Japan. They had to travel from Japan to Ireland, I think, and then Ireland to um, L.A. Because that's that's a long fucker. That's like yeah. 20 hour flight that's I don't you know that's it's much easier to take several flights 
and just the customer service difference from Japan to Europe to the U.S. It was explaining how it's just progressively getting worse yeah. to the point where they had about $50,000 in recording equipment, mics, computers, splicers, cords, chargers, whatever, and they lost it in Ireland or Dublin, Ireland, same, whatever. And not only was their flight delayed, but when they landed, they never got their shit they're getting information from the Dublin airport saying, hey, your stuff was found and it's shipped. It should be there. Then they he has to, he talks about, which something I'm sure you've experienced many a times, LA traffic. Mm-hmm. What should be like a 40-minute drive to the airport is like almost three hours. Yeah. And they go through all of that, again, having to drive on the opposite side of the road because they're used to being in the UK and Japan because yeah. the roads, everything's different. And the nothing against California, just America specifically, I guess. Which it's all, it's you know, nothing out of hate. It's just it is what it is. He like customer service. It's like you're pulling teeth to get what you need to get done. Yeah. In America, but in Japan, they're fucking bend over backwards, bend me over the table, do whatever you need to get what you need done, and they don't they don't accept tips. But it's I don't know. It's a very different culture. Yeah. The people in Japan, the, air, the airport they were in Japan was very respectful, very kind. Even in Dublin, even though they dropped the ball several times, very respectful, very kind. And you go to the U.S. and they're like, they're visibly bothered. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're in customer support, whether you deal with a shitty customer or not, you shouldn't take your anger out on the person, the next person. Yeah. Very respectful, very kind, very patient, but they still want to get their shit found. I'll say this, first of all. All right, you're probably right, but the amount... I think if you factor in people complaining. Oh, definitely. Like, it's definitely it's a cultural difference. It's more here. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll have people complain about, like, the dumbest shit. Oh, and absolutely. If you're a customer service rep, like, eventually you're going to be like, dude, fuck this place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, and I, I completely yeah. get both. So I'm not shit. I'm sure America. in Japan, like, if if the customers were more rude, maybe they would start being. I think it's just. It's more of like a conservative society, so they don't really yeah. say as much. It's well, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I just think it's no, yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny listening. It's more story based. They're like, "This is real shit that happened, and I can't believe it happened." Yeah, no, but I agree. Like customer service just doesn't exist at all. Yeah, but then I I've heard some of like the complaints before where it's like, you know, it'd be shit like this blueberry muffin has six blueberries in it. It's supposed to have set. like the yeah. It's always I I ask for three ice cubes in my water. Why is there four? Yeah. I ask for no lemon. Give me another one. Like I I get it. It's it's fucking ridiculous. And I'm not you know I'm not bashing either way. I I like to give shit. It's equally. just like a chicken or the egg argument. Like was it the customer sucked first or the the where, service? Where did it start? Because yeah. yeah, I know a lot of the the service industry. It really sucks because you deal with a bunch of dickheads. Honestly. And hearts out to them, seriously, for anyone that works in the service industry or customer service, yeah. especially over the phone. I've worked in customer service, like retail, in the store face-to-face, and I've had some fucked up shit said to me. We could probably make an episode about that. Yeah. Let alone over the phone. You could say whatever, not the worker, but the like the regular person that's that needs customer service on the phone. They could say whatever the fuck they want and just hang up, and you just got to take it. Just yeah. bite your teeth and answer the next phone call. So I, it, it definitely it's a two way streak. But just that's one of many things they discuss, and it's very it's interesting listening to like the culture shock of different countries, and not only just Japan and America, but in like all throughout Europe as well. Yeah, like all the places they've been to. I mean, with all the places, uh, the countries they talk about, that they've either lived in or visited. You're talking the U.S., 
Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Thailand, Japan, um, fucking like Italy, Norway, like just all the places they visited it, it, or lived in. It's, it's very interesting listening to the different cultures that they've experienced and in a more of a satire bitching manner, I guess, kind of comparing and contrasting and not necessarily one better than the other, but it's, here's the difference. It, it, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's one of those podcasts, kind of like the Shangillas podcast where they're just friends kind of shooting the shit. Yeah. They just happen to be based in Japan and they happen to talk more about different things around the world, but it's essentially the same. It's the same format. Yeah. But that's yeah. A, here. My first job was at Arby's when I was 15. Oh my God. <laughs> We only had curly fries. Mm-hmm. We didn't have straight fries, right? Yeah. And I don't know if the Arby's out here have straight fries, but... Uh, I, I don't go enough, but I know curly fries. Yeah. It's like one of the selling points. So we had this like dumb thing where it's like our curly fry... We had to ask, are curly fries okay? Because people would be like, no, I ordered straight fries. It's like, no, we don't have those. You should know when you go to Arby's, look at the fucking picture. It's fries. Yeah, I know. Well, yes. no, so we'd have to ask. It was like... I was a cashier and it's like oh, weirdest because they're like, make sure it's okay that they have want to get curly fries. I was yeah, like, you can okay. send for everything, even for your yeah. curly fries. And he go, she goes, just ask if curly fries are okay. So then I would sit there and go like, are curly fries okay? And they'd be like, no, I want straight fries. I was like, we don't have straight fries. It's like, well, why did you ask me if curly fries are okay? And I'm like, I don't know. This is what they told me to say. Yeah. dude. I don't, I get paid a minimum yeah. wage. Leave me alone. That was I was because we don't want you coming back to bitch that you want fries that we yeah, don't have. I was making seven fifty an hour. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and uh, what's it called? And the thing too with like customers, like I had this happen like almost once a week, where someone would get the curly fries, eat half of it, and then come back and say, "I ordered sh- straight fries." It's like you didn't well, see why? the mind. Yeah, it's like you <laughs> ate half of it. Yeah. Or like I've seen seen the uh like them bring back sandwiches like half eaten. Like I ordered with, you know, this sauce on it. It's like Well you maybe know. you should have looked at what you bought first, or maybe after the yeah. first three bites, not after the half the fucking Yeah, they just sandwich. bring back the wrapper. They're like, This sandwich I just ate, it wasn't the one I ordered. Well, how do I know? Well now you have to order another one. Yeah. Because you ate the one. That's oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, we could do a whole episode about previous work experiences, not even the current job we work at, but in the past, like, I'm sure I could dedicate half an episode to fucking T-Mobile. That's insane. That's where I started, like, uh, like your first job, you you start to realize, like, or you start to build your work ethic, Mm. because, like, when I first started working, I would just, like, when there was downtime, I would just, like, be on my phone, and then, like, the the manager was, like, she started putting my phone, like, in the locker. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's like now it's like when I have downtime I'm like cleaning up or something. But exactly. Like before it was just like I have downtime. Let me play on my phone. I feel kind of funny. Wow, what the fuck was I trying to say? I feel kind of guilty taking my phone on at work too. Like I feel yeah. guilty like stopping and just talking even for five minutes. And I'm like, uh, there's technically things that could be done. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, I definitely get that at first. Like at my and again, honestly, we could dedicate the whole episode to. Previous job experiences, yeah. good and bad, mainly bad, but you know, mainly bad, <laughs> mainly bad. But yeah, I, I definitely get that. I just it, you build your work ethic over time. Yeah, but yeah, that was the first. The manager was like, no, no, and she she didn't speak good English, and she was like, uh, 
She's like, no, no, no phone, Evan. And no like, telephono. What? There's nothing to do. She's like, mop. Or she fill the ice thing, yeah. you know. Then I got used to that. That was a good job. That's before I always you... fucking smelled like curly fries afterwards. It was great. <laughs> that's before you realize, even though you're hired for one thing, that doesn't mean it's the only thing you're going to be doing. Yeah. That's something we know all too well now. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, yeah, the first... The, fu- the first job is always the funniest because you get off work and then you have to wait for your parents to pick you up. <laughs> yeah. You're still getting picked up and dropped off. Yeah, that's, yeah. I worked at, at the mall though, so it was like not that bad. Yeah, yeah. There is, you get good people and the bad people. Maybe there are some good people to look at at least. Oh, bruh. So uh, there's a movie theater at the mall. Mm-hmm. And after work, I went on a date mm-hmm. and like I just brought a change of clothes. Mm-hmm. So I changed, and dude, I smelled smell like, like fries. fucking curly fries, dude. And I was like, this was made her dumb. hungry, whatever. Yeah, but I was like, I don't want to ask my dad to like take me home, shower, and then bring me back to the mall. He's going to yeah. be like, why? Just stay there. I guess you could have used cologne or something, but yeah, yeah you don't want to pack yeah. too much. Yeah, that's. Did you, so you had like a locker room in there? Or yeah, just like, we just had lock, like it was just small lockers. I didn't have a lock. I just put my yeah, stuff there. Yeah, your shit. In there. It was yeah, just yeah. like three of us. Like someone made the sandwiches. I was a cashier, and then the manager. Well, I'd imagine in the it was in the food court. I imagine yeah, that's a pretty yeah. small knit. You know, and nobody came to Arby's, dude. Well, no, like there was you go like there was. That's sad too. Nobody came to Arby's, but you still had the people that did come to bitch about the fucking fries. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, it, there were people that picked Arby's, but know, there was just like when you go to the mall, it's like. What astounds me is the line for McDonald's is always super long. And it's like, you go to the mall. Yeah, you can go to the drive-thru. It's like the mall, like, I don't know. What's that mall uh, past 60? The countryside? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like you go there, they got like. uh, Everything. Yeah, they got like Chinese food. like They got Chinese, Japan, Spanish. They even have like falafel and shit there too. But there's still people going to like Taco Bell. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? There there is this uh, where I grew up. There was this um, Chinese place mm-hmm. had the at the mall had the best Chinese food. Yeah, and it was just it looked bad, but it was good. Yeah, like I got the they had the good fried rice. They had fucking barbecue pork and then the Mandarin bourbon chicken or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, 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 fire. But everyone's just, going to like at, at that mall specifically. There's a Taco Bell right in front of the bathroom, and everyone's lined up at the Taco Bell, yeah. and you have all these other like, I mean. When I, I say authentic loosely because it's still a mall, but authentic enough compared to most restaurants around the area with different styles of food that you – like literally there is a falafel place over there. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one of those in real – like in person and people are lined up at fucking Taco Bell. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. No, it's insane. It's like the people that travel by going on a cruise. Like the, Yeah, they go to Taco Bell and they go to like Planet Smoothie they have there and that's yeah. it. There's like all of the fat obese people at Taco Bell and all the white chicks with no asses at Planet Smoothie you, and that's yeah. it. And if you're that – that's the thing too is like like the people that are that big, it's like you would think you got that big by at least experiencing new foods. Yeah. But like you just, ate, you just ate Big Macs forever. Listen, I love me a good Doritos Locos taco, but it's a rare commodity. I don't eat it yeah. all the time. It's something you just – like a fast food place, you just go get it fast, like go through the drive-thru. When you're at the mall, you're shopping. Take your time. Yeah. Sit down and fucking eat. They got like – they got places you – that they don't have stores for outside of the mall. Yeah. Like, they have a good boba place at that mall, speaking of which. Oh, really? They have like Vietnamese food and boba, but that's so – that's the only other thing because people love boba. Yeah. So that's like if it's not McDonald's or Taco Bell, it's going to be like the boba place. But I, I understand had, that. I tried that shit like twice. Not, you know – 
So I don't. Kind of weird. I don't like. I get it without the tapioca balls. I don't like. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know you could do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. that's. I don't understand. If I'm drinking something, I'm drinking something. I don't yeah. want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to just like eat what liquid, I'm drinking. liquid, and then just hit with like three balls in my just, mouth. Yeah, no. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can get like what I actually we got boba yesterday. It's like a like a taro, which I don't know what it's. It tastes like fucking like hazelnut or something, like graham cracker, but like a taro. It's like a shake technically. It's like an Asian shake, but you can get it without the tapioca because I I hate that shit. Yeah, and it's really good. Okay, you can even get like milk teas and stuff too with with or without. But yeah, trust me. Try it again without the t- uh, like the tapioca balls, and it's good. Yeah, that's another just a quick tangent. Fucking um, Dunkin' Donuts at other places, they're getting like oh popping bubbles. I'm like, stop, please. Popping bubbles. So like the tapioca bubble balls. Yeah. They have like smaller, weaker versions called popping bubbles that you can get at like your coffee or your tea. And, like, Dude, stop. If they made donut holes that small. Yeah, there you go. I. Yeah. Those balls would go in my mouth. Yes. Pause. Pause. <laughs> you put that in some milk. It's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't understand the whole. Let's just copy what they're doing, but kind of half-ass it. Yeah. And I don't really like it to begin with. Like Duncan, uh, we can go into like your, that. As far as podcast, that was kind of it. I'll do like a. Yeah, quick... I'm done too. Oh shit. So, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So Whatever one last tangent yeah. then. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts again. Not a sponsor. Love Duncan. It's kind of a love-hate relationship. Please sponsor us, Duncan. Please donuts. sponsor us, Duncan. We Dude, want free donuts. I get emails about like, hey, thanks for being in the top what – thanks for being – even though you may not look like it, thanks for being a fat fucking slob and giving us all your money. Yeah. Like, well, thanks for keeping me awake in the morning and yeah. at night and always. Thanks, Duncan. Well, you just get the coffee, right? I get food too. Oh, they, you get food. That's like say what you will, but they – like on the way here, they have a – Sun-dried tomato pesto grilled cheese. It's really fucking good. Oh, okay. And you don't, you wouldn't expect that from Duncan, and maybe you shouldn't, but it's pretty. If I want to eat something, but I don't want to fucking kill myself afterwards, which I usually want to after yeah. I eat food, it's pretty good. But they have in uh, course or whatever. Going back to the whole boba thing, they have the popping bubbles you can get in your refresher, your tea. Stop. They took it a step further. They have a tiger milk tea, which is like a type of boba, it but. Instead of using whatever, like, whipped milk or whatever, it's ice cream and black tea and the popping bubbles. Fucking disgusting. You tried it? It's $7, and you could only get it as a small, and it tastes like dog shit. Really? Don't get it. Oh, I was shit, like, dude. I like Boba. I like Duncan, because Duncan, they bought out, like, Baskin-Robbins, whatever the fuck amount of year ago, years ago, so it's like a Duncan slash Baskin-Robbins, so I don't know why they didn't do it sooner, but... God damn, not is that not only a ripoff, but it tastes like shit. Yeah. And like it's funny, there's I only saw it because there was a sign outside that have like little fucking picketed little uh plastic signs with the little spokes. I asked for it and the employee didn't even know what I was talking about, which tells you nobody orders that because who the fuck would? Yeah. But that's where I come in because I like to like that's fucking weird. I'm probably gonna hate it, but I don't know until I try it. Yeah. Because you could always find the weirdest thing in your world and like that's fucking amazing. That's what Dunkin' Donuts sends you the email. Thanks for being the guy we could trick with the fancy drinks. <laughs> exactly. I'll be a beta tester. I don't give yeah. a shit. I'll be a listen, they've come up with some good stuff. Yeah. Don't know why they got rid of the egg bite the egg whites and now they have the fucking egg bites like Starbucks, but that's whatever. Yeah. Anyways, right over. We hey, fuck it. We we've learned today that just by talking in the podcast, we can fuel ideas for new episodes. Yeah. Work the, stories, food. 
uh, fucking. Oh, we got we got some recent work stories. Oh, we got some yeah. recent work stories. Or Don't just work. one story. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. It's we'll the we'll, big we'll one. wait. Hopefully, this very anticlimactic ending. We'll wait and see. But yeah, I guess <laughs> if you have if there, if that's it, then that is uh, episode four of the New Party Podcast. Let's go. So episode four. Thanks for listening. Here. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, really quick. Before we leave, remember, uh, we're working on iTunes, but they're being very difficult. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, and we have a website, rssfeed.com. Uh, any of the three, but please, YouTube and Spotify, give us five-star ratings and give us a listen if you haven't. And so, then the email, nukepartypodcast at gmail. Yes, nukepartypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the more listeners hopefully we get, if you guys want to send either episode requests or just questions. Que- or questions. We'd, we'd love to open up a question corner, whether you want to be roasted or just want your opinions out there. Probably going to roast you regardless. But yeah. still, please email us, nukepartypodcast at gmail.com, all one word, lowercase. Yeah, we give yeah. good advice. Yeah. Don't Google that. Yeah, don't Google it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry we'll about it. We'll be your Google. But anyways, <laughs> thank you again, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.